and welcome to another edition of BYOB. I am Nola Nash and this... I'm Laura Kemp. And and <laughs> over there, there is Nancy Carey Johnson. Oh. We are so <laughs> glad, Nancy, that you are here today to join in us um, as we yeah. drink and talk our way through. <laughs> of course, I have the booze. I always have the booze. I never um, do. I, I have tea. Oh, tea. There we go. She's fine. She's fine. I probably should have had tea. I'm always dehydrated, I guess. I'm the dehydrated <laughs> one. <laughs> you both got the water. You got the water. So we're here today talking holiday things with Nancy because you have a book that is all festive. Laura, you've got a copy of it, don't you? I do. There it is. Memories. I think I held it up before when I was reading it. Mm -hmm. Now I've completed and now we're talking about it. So yes, mm -hmm. Christmas memories. Nancy, talk to us a little bit about Christmas memories. Uh, so Jolly is just, you know, Jolly is joining us. She's here bumping my arm. So if you see me acting weird and twitching, it's because Jolly is the famous, the famous Jolly infamous. Yes. She is. Oh. Story. <laughs> <laughs> so many stories, Daddy girl. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a Christmas dog, among others. Actually, she came to us and in, into our lives seven years ago, eight years ago, uh, December 3rd. She adopted us. She was out in a wick. Somebody had dropped her off and tied her up uh, in a wicked, icy, cold storm. And it was like that for a week. And my boy saw her wandering the back roads. And finally, she anyway ended up on our porch. And we got her inside. She was jumping and barking on her hind legs at 5 o'clock in the morning. And... The rest is history. We lured her in with venison and cranberry muffins. <laughs> the staples, right? That's in that's in. Is that in Life is Good or is that in Christmas memories? I can't remember which that one's Christmas memories. Oh, wait, which which one? What? The story of how you got Jolly. Yeah, that's Christmas memories. Okay. There's a Christmas about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Christmas memories came about. Um I'm an accidental writer. I think I told you guys. And because I really never meant to be a writer. I'm a singer songwriter. So that I actually wrote a book was bizarre. Um, and I, um, and I don't need to tell either one of you once the book is written, then the real work begins. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. And especially when you know nothing about that side of the business. Sorry, Jolly is getting my attention here. Um, Dudley's trying to get mine. <laughs> Once again, no dogs, no drinks, no dogs. Okay. Well, bears There's a few around, but they're all gone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and so we were. I just had. There we go. Um, Shoulder dog. I was a week. It was a week before we were releasing Life Is Good, my first book. Now I was working full time. I was a mother of four boys. I was married. I had uh we were growing 10 acres of hemp and I was gigging. I'm a gigging musician. I had way too much on my plate and I was releasing this book. And Stephanie called me, my editor, like a week before and said, okay, so have you started your next book yet? I think it should be a Christmas book. Well, I almost <laughs> <started>. <laughs> it's just like, ah! so I started writing it and I just said, there's no way, absolutely no way. Um, so I gave it, I figured I would release it 2020. 2020. Sorry, it's all a blur. I'm not one of those people. How is it that some people really can measure time in the years? Back in 1978, I'm like, oh. you know, like when I was 12, I could say, but I couldn't ever begin to say 1978. I just it doesn't doesn't compute for me. But anyway, 
Um, so I started writing a few stories. I thought about my memories and a bunch of things, and I had a lot to say. God forbid I don't have a lot to say. And um, is there talk after death? I really so right now I'm in a rocking chair, so you know if I'm acting weird, it's you know I'm twitchy. We can all write. There you go. Oh, I like it. He's <laughs> rocking on the board, talking about writing. Yeah, but you've got a reason. You can be rocking sideways. Sure, sure, sure. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, really. You should be rocking sideways. Hey, I'm happy. I'm happy. Okay, now we may end up having lots of dog noise because now Bear has a sock. He's trying to play with Mia. Jolly's watching. He's probably on the bed. Yeah, it's it's a zoo in my literally a zoo in my house. But anyway, so. Um, I was working on a book of dog of critter stories and it was just about June. It was just June. And I thought, oh crap, if I'm gonna get a Christmas story, a book done, I'd really better get working on it because Christmas will be about here before you know it. Anyway, that's how it came about. And Jolly, stop it. She's banging her bowl. When Jolly gets hungry. <laughs> she knows she mommy's busy, so she, she well, she bangs her bowl to let us know. And I yeah, with his with his nails. He has yeah. a little ceramic ball and he'll tap the empty Well, I made sure the water was full. I even gave him some crunchies, like a half a half a serving each for them just to hold them over until dinner time. And then, it's not working. <laughs> but anyway. So what else? How is it writing a Christmas book in the summer? I mean, how do you get yourself in the mood to do that? Getting in the mood. Well, Jolly, shush. Um, for Christmas, but <laughs> I mean, I know this is our show. Oh, I, I was not going there, Nola. It's a really interesting thing for me because I'm one who really lives in the moment. You know, everybody says, live in the moment. You need to live in the moment. Uh, and I, you know, because I used to like live for Christmas all the time, practically. And I really started living in the moment. And I don't think it's such a great thing because, for instance, you know, it is February. I'm in Vermont. A freezing wick took us off, and there are the bikinis, smaller and smaller. And they want you to buy them. I'm like, what are you, stoned? I'm like, not happening. <laughs> How can you even think like that? Because I'm living in the moment, is the point, you know? Mm -hmm. So now it's June and July, and sweating like crazy. And I'm cranky in the heat. I'm not, I don't love Me too. I don't love the This one, this one, I love the heat. Hate the cold, love the heat. Uh, <laughs> Give me the heat. I mean, I grew up in Louisiana. Yeah, you're well, you don't have that much of an accent. That's interesting. No, I I grew up doing theater in Louisiana. Uh, like I was in shows back to back, so I was trained very young to drop the accent. I can see as I go back down there, but it's just right back with that accent. But I'll tell you. There's a little bit still because you said back shows, shows. Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's, back shows. it's very charming. Um, <laughs> uh, so I have no clue where we were. It's a whole blur. Like the heat, you were sweating. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, for instance, um, now it's July. It is absolutely ungodly hot, ninety-five degrees in humidity, and I realized that I needed to cook a turkey. Because I need, I know how to do it. I've never had to tell people or write it down so that you could reproduce it. So I found a turkey and I cooked it. Only, oops, I forgot to pay attention and I just did it and I didn't. So then I had to go get a second turkey. My family was delighted with the turkey, not so much with the heat in the kitchen. 
a second turkey like four days later and I did it again and I paid attention only I wasn't paying enough attention and I forgot something or another I don't remember what now so then by like eight day eight now I'm looking for the a turkey try to find a turkey in Vermont or at least in Rutland County I got the last turkey in Rutland County Vermont in July so <laughs> and it was miserable it was I was sitting there cussing under my breath and laughing at myself and and like I had to make peanut butter cookies and I had I mean because there was recipes that I came up with right then and there and you know it was hot so it was the oh there's my dog <laughs> did you hear him I did is that Henry <laughs> Henry or Josie one of the two of them so That's really I might have to chime in okay <laughs> we're a dog friendly we're a dog friendly group Life is yeah, good. We are. We're, we're inclusive to the canines yes. absolutely so, he's so sitting hard. right here. He's sitting right in my lap. He's just draped across my legs. <laughs> Sweet. So cute. Uh, anyway, it was it was good. You know, it also I it was good that I had time to really sit there and think about it. I didn't. It was difficult sometimes, but it got me a little cooler too. <laughs> <laughs> Cooled you off from that. Yeah. Terrible Vermont. Cool thoughts. I think we know nothing about heat. Nancy, you and I, as oh. Canola, we're such, I'm sure we're. Well, hang we're, on, hang on. We'll Places like uh, Fairbanks, Alaska has a 180 degree temperature shift because they're inland. That's true. Uh, so it gets to be 80 below and 100 above. Oh, that's I thought Michigan was bad. We're pretty, we have a huge swing too, but yeah, that's worse than us. No, it's just a hot, oh, like nonstop hot. Yeah, always. <laughs> And well, and it's the humidity, and you know, with oh, it, you know the phrase, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. I mean, that that there's true. a reason people say that. And I've always said that people born in South Louisiana should have been born with gills because we really do a lot of our breathing underwater. <laughs> a lot of water vapor in the air. Yeah. I mean, it's you tight. really got to be able to do that. <laughs> Sorry, Nancy, I almost made you spit your tea out there. That's all right. Yeah, you know, it didn't go out my nose. That would have been really a trick. And I actually knew somebody who could, like, if she drank orange juice somehow, she could make the orange juice come out of her tear ducts. So Ooh, that's ooh ow. I know. Ow. So if I just spit a little bit of tea, you know, we're blessed. <laughs> that would just be excruciatingly painful. Uh, you says, you my sister school. calls that air you can wear. Yes, we call it that, too. Air you can wear. wear. <laughs> Oh, you're well, it's weird because in South Louisiana in the summer, you know, you want the air conditioning inside really cold because you're so hot outside. But you go inside and you get nice and cool inside for a while. And then you walk outside and you're damp because of all the condensation, like all of a sudden <laughs> you're literally wearing the air because, you know, now you're just it's a different kind of sticky. First, you were sweating sticky. Now you're just wet. Evaporation, <laughs> condensation, precipitation, so relative humidity. I'm in science class again. You are. No, it's meteorology. Cool. You are. Well, I do think been... of you, Nola, whenever we talk about humidity. Yes. In in class, I always think of you. So See? I, I know so much about it. I have experienced <laughs> so much humidity. And it also is cold in the, I mean, it's wet in the wintertime, too. So I have said... I have been colder in South Louisiana than I have ever been anywhere else because it's such a wet, bone-chilling cold. Because You're right. You're, it's really hard mm -hmm. to warm up. And I think that's one of the reasons why we have all of these warm, spicy foods, too. Is, you know, you, that's mm -hmm. a gumbo weather. You've got to be able to warm up from the inside out because it's just so wet. 
Okay, I gotta I gotta ask you this. So really, how cold is cold in southern Louisiana? So like you know, <laughs> I think this is relative back to relative humidity. <laughs> well, I will tell you Fahrenheit. I had no one but one aunt at my first birthday because there was an ice storm in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Now well, that, that was years. weird. Yeah. That was weird. weird. And I had I had never seen snow fall from the sky until I was in seventh grade. So uh, I was in seventh grade and it started to snow and I was in PE class and I had on my little t-shirt and my shorts because, you know, I have to dress out for middle school PE. And we all ran out of the gym with our mouths wide open trying to catch snow that was like literally flurries because we'd never, never. seen it fall before. Yeah, I'd seen it on the ground. Like we went to Colorado and yeah, I saw snow on the ground, but I'd never seen it fall from the sky until That's I was so cool. And then we didn't have the right clothes for it because it didn't get that cold. So no, it does. It's cold in Louisiana. It's 30s and 40s, but it's wet cold. But we had, y'all are going to laugh at me, you Northerners, of how we handled going out and playing in the snow. I had on three pairs of sweatpants. The ones on the top were my daddy's so that they would fit over all the other pants. Uh -huh. I had, like Layering up everything we had. And then we put knee socks on our hands. And then my mom rubber banded Ziploc bags. Yeah, so sure. that our hands wouldn't get wet while we were trying to like play in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably got really wet because it wasn't, like, yeah. you know, it wasn't yeah. waterproof by any means. Yeah. I mean, no. It was, <laughs> It was a disaster, but then we decided that we were going to build a snowman in our neighbor's yard because their yard was kind of big and flat and kind of a little up on a hill. And so we rolled up all the snow in their yard <laughs> and made a snowman. So it was no snow; it was just brown grass and this all the snow. That was the dirtiest, grassiest snowman. <laughs> we were so proud of it. <laughs> in brownest. And it's probably about that big. I mean, it could not have been more than a couple all of snow back. in Louisiana. Only uh, all the snow. Snow. bottom of him, or did you get an entire snowman? We we didn't get a very big one. Okay, <laughs> I mean, but he was all small. three parts. Oh yeah, we had all three parts. And small. You know, we actually had the carrots for the nose, and oh, I mean, we had a little sticks for arms. And stuff. But we, I mean, we tried really hard. But honestly, until I moved to Tennessee, that's the only snowman I ever made. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? At least you had that life experience, and that's like all the good news, right? Yes, absolutely. But I also got a bicycle for Christmas one year, and I learned how to ride it on the dead end that we lived on in shorts. <laughs> oh yeah. So there's also that. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever been in shorts on Christmas. So it can mm -hmm. it can be pretty warm here in Michigan sometimes. Oh well, yeah, here too. We have a lot of snow. It's interesting. Not only do we have the snow, it snowed. I don't know, three or four days ago when I I saw. Yeah, I think I saw your pictures. Were you so excited? I was so excited, excited think... when it snowed. It's been so still and so cold. The trees are still, all the branches are still lined with snow, which is so weird. Usually, usually like within a couple hours or at least the next day it's gone. Not this time. Oh, that must be very pretty. It's gorgeous. I'm like, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Okay. And so yeah. So somebody on camp camp wanted to know if you were going to sing Nancy. Oh, I was. I, I just did. I, I just <laughs> sang. I mean, the only thing is, you got to sing too. What do we sing? Do you let sing? No, let it snow, let no. it snow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yes, into the snow in a one horse open sleigh. Or the fields we go. Nothing on the way. 
<laughs> I was singing this morning on Grace Salmon's show. We did a coffee thing and there was a couple other people and Grace kept, um, no, it was Barbara Conry. She kind of got frozen. And so we're just sitting there and I'm just like, nobody was saying anything. So I, just, I started singing Anticipation for just a second. Oh, the catch-up song. Now I like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, well, nobody's gonna say anything. I'm gonna sing. <laughs> oh well, when I, you know, I spent 25 years in Columbia County, New York, uh, which is right next. To I think I don't know if somebody's home or if their car went down, but this is the Green Party. Sometimes it happens at 3 a.m. <laughs> oh, um, anyway, live right near, right across the border from Berkshire County, which is what James Taylor sings about, Sweet Baby James. Oh, oh that's cool. Stockers in Boston writing the, the whatever it is. Stockers in Boston. Da, da, da. Anyway, the words escape me at the moment. Children, you know, they suck the brains up from your head. You are never the same. It doesn't matter how old they are. <laughs> that's it. Did you say in one of your stories in a Christmas movie that you went to church with the Chapin brothers? Uh, yeah. So they were a lot older than I was. Tom, Harry, and Stevie. Cool. Yeah. You know, oh, well, you stop it. That's how you Oh, me too. Um, so I grew up on Grace Court, and Grace Church is not, it was a cul-de-sac, one, one, one street long. It was beautiful because it had lots of big gardens, and it has, it still has some slate sidewalks and this giant Gothic church. It's really beautiful. And, and at the other end is the Manhattan skyline. I mean, it's right over the BQE, and you look over the Manhattan skyline. And the Chapins used to go to Grace Church. They were, I don't know, how they're 20, 15, 20 years old when I was. But as a singer and a musician, I was, of course, starstruck because, I mean, it was the Chapins and they grew up there. And and the time I got to go Christmas caroling was with them. It was the most memorable Christmas caroling I've ever been. They had, um, they had guitars and amps and basses and drums, like a just a snare drum and a trumpet. And, and it was cool it was great yeah, awesome. it was amazing i was starstruck reading it I was, oh, <laughs> oh that's so cool it is so cool it really was you know i was a kid so i was like 15 and that was i never get those kinds of experience i live you know i'm just outside of nashville so we have yeah. lots of country music stars so I, we we see them all the time and actually there's probably a whole lot now like i don't keep up with all of it as much as I did when I first moved here. So there's probably a whole lot I don't know. I pass them all the time. And, you know, you look at people and go, I bet there's somebody. So it's just the <laughs> they're dressed. They're saying that about you, too. So I bet you. <laughs> I doubt that. I doubt that. But, I mean, I've seen Winona Judd in Target. I've seen Naomi Judd at the Animal Shelter. Um, past Keith Urban. I was going out of the mall. He was going in the mall. So Alan Jackson with his kids in the Disney store. I mean, it's like things like that. Like, I don't get to go caroling with any of them. <laughs> I had Tim McGraw and Faith Hill's old swing set because my mom knew Tim's best friend. And so they were getting rid of a swing set and they gave it to my kids. So Emily <laughs> Lou Harris did bake me a coconut cream pie. Who did that? Her daughter delivered it. Emmy Lou Harris. Her daughter delivered it, but she did bake the pie. We actually shared a back fence with Emmy Lou Harris when I first moved here. So oh, interesting cool. celebrity encounters, but not anything like that. My daughter's music teacher is the guitarist for Sixpence None the Richer. Um, okay. So that's, Sean Kelly is her her music teacher. 
and Jack White's son goes to their school. And so Jack White's club, his record club, Third Man Records, they have a club here in Nashville. And on December 11th, um, my daughter gets to go play with the school rock band, high school rock band at Jack White's club. And I figured that's the only time I'm ever going to be cool enough to walk into Jack White's club. <laughs> I'm going to really relish it. Because I doubt I'm going to tell you something, Noah. You would be cooler walking without your daughter being there because she's going to think you're not cool. So you got to do it another time without her. Well, she, has, to, she gets to go fun. in at five o'clock and then I will walk in very coolly at seven. <laughs> <laughs> you won't Whoa, be. Like, this would be cool. <laughs> I know. No, no, no. It's not cool. That's just being funny. The looks are not working. So I'll oh, stop it, Mia. And I have no celebrity stories. He wants no drinks, no dogs. No, well, I met Blake Shelton, but it was in um, it was it was a, in Nashville yeah, before he was famous. So I kind of hung That's out. With him is. And and he made you and Emmy Lou Knowles got to bake you a pie. So you got to claim this, ladies. I mean, you're award-winning authors, right? So remember this: you got to claim it. I mean, I, I'm the world's worst fan. I was, I worked on the original show of The Elephant Man, like very original when it was in St. Peter's Church, original. And I, I mean, I was supposed to, I would um, uh, sit next to Robert Redford when he was supposed to be there. Oh. Right. And I was like 14 or 15 or something like that at the time. Right. That's exactly right, Laura. And he was, you know, young and handsome. And beautiful. Absolutely. So I'm looking around for Mr. Smith and I'm not seeing him anywhere. And this woman comes up to me. She's like right here. And she <laughs> says, pardon me, where are the seats? Of, uh, the Jack saved. Jack was a director. And I said, I don't, um, I'm not sure. Who uh, who are you? She said, Celeste Home. And I went, wow. My mother <laughs> loves Celeste Home. And I can't tell you how many times I've done things like that to like, um, <laughs> Art Garfunkel. Oh, I am really the world's worst fan. Yeah. Oh, another <laughs> it, is it refreshing for them a little to to have people just not you know fawn over them? Do you think maybe you're a refreshing fan? That's what maybe. we'll say. Well, you know, Brian Eno, who was a producer, I was in Canal Jeans at the time, and I was walking out. I was young and cute and 22 or something like that, and and uh, I had this lovely conversation with this guy. I got home with my boyfriend, and he called all his friends and said, "Do you know who Nancy was talking to?" And I'm like. Who? Who? I don't know. Funny you mentioned Brian Eno, you know, in the same conversation as we were talking about Amy Lou Harris, because the reason she baked us the pie was because we had sent her a congratulations card because she had won a Grammy for the album that she worked on with Brian Eno. Brian Eno. It was Wrecking Bob. Mm -hmm. and, oh, good. Great album. God, so good. And it was terrific. So good. But so, yeah, well, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Where's our six degrees of whatever it is? <laughs> six degrees of Brian, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I talked oh, to him. It was music. first degree, and I had no idea. music today, kids. Yeah. <laughs> but, always yeah gets that. but it still got to go Caroline with the Chapin, so that was cool. That is, <laughs> that is my, like, claim to fame. Nancy, do you have a favorite recipe that you have in the book since you've talked about baking your turkey in the middle of summer? Uh, I have a, a, like a million of them. The, mm -hmm. I really like recipes that are super easy and make you look like a kitchen goddess. I mean, we've had this. I like, like, like the, my cranberry strawberry sauce is the easiest thing in the world. Uh, and it is so good. Herb cheese, you like borsa? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're when you say like borsa. It's going to be like that. Anyway, 
Uh, my herb cheese is pretty close, and it is you know eight ounces of cream cheese for two bucks versus you know five ounces for six dollars. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do the math, right? Um, almond oh. dots. I love almond dots. They are it's it's shortbread cookies with ground almonds, and then once you cook, getting it's, hungry. Yeah, and once you you know oh Mia. Um, it's a very unforgiving dose. So, I mean, you can make them crescents. Yeah, I don't have a ton kind of patience. I'm always like, I try, I try, I try. And about six later, I'm like, forget that, roll them out. <laughs> I appreciate you posting some of the recipes on Chem Camp, too. So, oh, we're going to do a thing where she posts some recipes. Maybe I'll make a cute little graphic for it. Or, there you go. You may, you like tell me that. what you want and we'll post it. She ignores something that's that out. I'm there. <laughs> Laura and I enjoy Canva. We, we love to make it. graphics instead of writing. Instead of doing <laughs> the writer's block, we make graphics. I don't have a clue how to do that. So you ladies are goddesses. Kudos. I'm sitting there going, really? True? No, really. And I tell people I am, when it comes to like visual art, I am totally autistic. And like, no, I'm so bad. Like my son one time needed a do to do a, a poster for a four H and he wanted to do a boot. He was talking about leather work. Well, it was nine thirty at night Thursday night. He needed it for Friday morning. I called my best friend and said, "Can we come over?" Thankfully, she's artistic and she took one look at my efforts and fell on the floor laughing. And this is not normal. I am all, I am so bad. <laughs> I'm not super crafty that way either but i just really like graphics because it makes me look like i am Especially i just have to move things around because i'm spatially that way i have spatial ocd i think where i like things to be perfect so that the graphic design helps me you know really dive into my spatial ocd it's it's lots of fun so I don't know other and i'm just sort of weird and i just do all kinds of things <laughs> Like for me, it's just like, ooh, one more thing to be distracted by. Yeah, <laughs> not right. Somebody wants a book trailer? Yes, I'll do it because I don't want to be doing any of the things I need to be doing. <laughs> yeah, and, and yet, don't you enjoy the sitting down and writing the whole process? I do. I actually do. Once I really you start, do. yeah, it's lots of fun. Once you start, it's mm -hmm. starting. But that's why the NaNoWriMo, we got kind of got a little bit of a jump start, and now it's mm -hmm. lots of fun. Like, oh, I like to write. And I needed that. I needed that. I was I was in kind of a slump a little bit. Like I had what three books that I was working on, kind of going back and forth between, and just really wasn't feeling any of them. And I don't like to write when I'm not feeling it because then it's no good, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm a moody writer. And NaNoWriMo just kind of gave me that kick in the butt that I needed. And was like, you know, power through it and I was it was something that I was interested in very different from what I've done before so it, it was a lot of fun and I, I needed that kick in the pants well maybe it was you just needed needed the space in your head I think I did percolate yeah so when you guys write stories I I don't write novels as you do and it's when I write it is um, a lot of times it has to be connected with something else you know, and meaning like I, I look at, there's there's a freaking mailbox down the road that if you pass, when I pass it anyway, just at the right light, I swear to God, it looks just like an ostrich about to jump out at you. <laughs> so I want to know these people with this mailbox. <laughs> association, is that what it is? The power yeah, of association? So, so I, for me, it's association a lot uh -huh. of the time. 
like the the stories and Christmas memories really are memories, but even some of them are associations too. And, mm -hmm. and how did I get there and why? Um, so sometimes the point was, is that it's like, if I don't have the association, I have the idea, it's not coming. I can force it, but they're never good when you force it. Mm -hmm. No, not usually. No. Well, ladies, let's get to what we are reading because we've been talking about what we're writing and what we're eating, what we're cooking and who we're fangirling over. So what are we reading today? What, what are we reading? We have a graphic for it, but I've lost it in the comments. I've been reading the comments. So there's a graphic for this somewhere. What I'm reading, I have mine right here. Here, Here's our graphic. What are you reading? Look, we have a graphic. We're awesome. There it is. What am I reading? Laura has Traveler. the Traveler. She's got an advanced review copy of Traveler. So I'm excited about that one. That one's coming out March 10th of 2022. So nice. And I made a TikTok. You made a TikTok. I know. TikTok now. It got almost, ooh, I have a spider on my book. Um, <laughs> I had almost 500 views. That's, That's pretty awesome. cool. I'm going to keep playing around with it. So yeah, I'm reading Traveler. I'm enjoying it. It's very, um, it's very, see, I like Indiana Jones. It's very Indiana Jones-ish to me. And very, very Indiana Jones Last Crusade-ish. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to read that. Nola's really good at her research. I mean, you really, you dive into these places and you feel like you're in these exact <laughs> I am enjoying it. And I read it every night before I go to bed. I'm a notoriously slow reader. I apologize. <laughs> Well, I am reading, speaking of research, I'm reading Eyewitnesses at the Battle of Franklin. It's actually a very small book. And see all the sticky notes because it goes into the book that I am working on right now. Um, we're going to call House of Mirrors that has to do with the Battle of Franklin. And today is the anniversary of the Battle of Franklin. And uh, so it was known as the Five Bloodiest Hours in the Civil War. And so it is um fascinating to read these eyewitness accounts from various people both union confederate uh civilian um children that were um kind of caught in the middle of it at the time very fascinating stuff um i do tend to go down rabbit holes with my research because I, I enjoy the research process as much as i enjoy the writing so I'm making those graphics is yeah, i'm making the graphics i love to do that but i'm reading that um so it's it's not you know it's not a novel but any means. Are you reading for research? Research. Yep. So I'm including, um, I'm doing a dual timeline and one of the timelines is the Battle of Franklin, but it's being told by kind of the unnamed um, people who went through it. So the the officers, you know, they feature in it a little bit as we have to give them as a point of reference for what they're doing, but it's largely the story of those that were kind of the unknown soldiers who were fighting in the war in the trenches and the people that were impacted. So they're, they're anonymous. They're they're known as the men, the soldiers, you know, the woman, the man. So they're they're the people who history did not give a name to, but it is their stories. So they're so going to the reenactment tonight. I'm going to yes, it's um they're doing an illumination at Ooh, uh, right. one of the houses that was ground zero for the Battle of Franklin. Um, and they are doing illuminations for you know, the lighting candles to represent the 10,000 casualties, the combined casualties on both sides, 10,000 um, of both Union and Confederate casualties. So we're going to that tonight. That's cool. I mean, it's hard. 
cool. It is very, very powerful to read about this and just the variety of people who were impacted by by something like that, especially when it happened basically in town. It was, you know, not out on some field somewhere. It was right, it was in town. And so it it was powerful stories. You're giving a lot how uh these are nameless people, but you're telling their stories and that's cool. That's a really cool Yeah. And that was important to me, especially with the 10,000 who, who suffered. Um, and there were 41 field hospitals in town. 41 buildings were used as field hospitals. And that's, that's a lot of history that is acknowledged, but not really explained, not really told the way that it deserves to be told here in our small town and really anywhere that, you know, things like that happen. There are those few places, Shiloh, Gettysburg, you know, we know those, Appomattox, but these other other battles that happened were no less tragic. And so they deserve the recognition and, you know, the story deserves to be told. And so that's one of the, the dual time. It's the dual timelines so the modern, and then there's the five bloodiest hours that goes through this book. So researching wow. that has really been fascinating. Wow, that's great. That's cool. What well, you reading? Um, nothing at the moment. At this exact moment, I'm out. No, it's the truth. I've been so busy um, and and working crazy, and I um, I'm doing lots of events at the moment. I'm going down to the Northshire Bookstore in Manchester, Vermont, which is a Cool, beautiful place, and it really looks a lot, especially this time of year, like um, uh, like it's out of a Norman Rockwell book. Which, and I used to live in Norman Rockwell country, so Ooh. I love it. So I've just been, I'm just sort of like powering through. I've got parties and cooking and baking to do, and and events and samples and like, yeah, not today. <laughs> maybe, maybe no today. No books today. No That's okay. We've had lots of great folks that have been tuning in and joining us in the comments. Um, Denise, Sharon, Diane, Bambi, Nancy, Angela, and Facebook user. I don't know who you are, but we're so <laughs> glad you joined us. We love you anyway, Facebook. We love you, Facebook user. Um, that's okay. I'm in the- Hi, from Boston. That I'll show up. Yes, from Boston. So, yes. Hi from Idea. Um, but it's been a lot of fun having everybody join us. Nancy, tell everybody where they can find you on the interwebs. Well, you can find me at nancycarryjohnson.com. You can find me on Facebook, which is where I got my start. You can find books on Amazon or also through nancycarryjohnson.com. And because you ladies know, um, bookstores don't like to order through Amazon. There's some weird something going on there like competition but because i'm also with ingram sparks i you can get the book anywhere through any bookstore because they work with them yes they do love it such a pretty cover Gets i know i need to get me festive love my hey. christmas love my christmas I do. You guys, it'll make you feel happy and warm and fuzzy it's not just warm and it's thanksgiving it's fall it's thanksgiving it's christmas it's New Year's is Hanukkah a little bit. It's 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 winter and snow and dogs and all the good stuff. Yeah, all the great good stuff. Yeah. And lots of great recipes and food. Lots of food. Oh, so hungry. 
I know. All right. Well, ladies, it sure has been fun. I have got yes. to go to the illumination. So well, I'm go to that. But Nancy, thank you so much for joining us on the show. This has been so much fun. Thank and Laura, thank you for reaching out thank to Nancy and getting her on for us. Thank this has been really a joy. Laura, always fun to hang out with you too. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of thankfulness, I'm super thankful for you and our friendship and getting to do this show for so long. So, oh, ditto, my friend. Oh, I love this. We got like that. I mean, does that work? I don't know who I'm pointing at. I would maybe this way. Oh, no. the opposite way. Thank Papa you for both ladies. Thank you so much for having me. It was really a pleasure. You ladies are really a lot of fun. Oh, thank you, you so thank, thank you for so singing for us. Yes. And with me. Next time we'll do harmony. There you go. Ooh, I'm bad at harmony. I'm good at harmony. You can sing melody. I'll okay. sing melody. <laughs> oh, good. Have a wonderful night. Thank you, good aunt. Uh, happy Hanukkah and a Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Same for all of you out there. This has been a copywritten podcast of Authors on the Air. And until next time, B-Y-O-B.